everyone. Welcome to the podcast of the Vineyard Church, Chester Springs. We invite you to join our mission to love like Jesus, and you can connect with us on social media or visit our website, csvineyard.org. Now for this week's talk, brought to you by co-lead pastor, Amos Grunendijk. By lighting candles at Christmas time, we help ourselves get ready for the coming of Jesus. Throughout this season, we have lit candles reminding us of the hope of Jesus, the peace of Jesus, the joy of Jesus, and the love of Jesus. Today, we light the Christ candle. And so we say together, we light this candle to remember that Jesus came to us as a helpless baby and will return as the almighty king. Now take a moment to reflect on the kingship of Jesus. Ask him to fill you with expectancy for his return. So you guys all heard the story, right? You've heard it before. I want the, the Christmas story, the birth of Jesus, you've heard it before. I think we all have. This is an incredible story. This is a unique story because, well, even if you're three, you can understand it. And if you've been following Jesus for 50 years, you cannot fully comprehend it. I know that a three-year-old can understand it because I have a very special three-year-old, my daughter Isla, and she has a baby sister. And so we've been reading the Christmas story, and the other night, uh, while Allison was doing the, you know, the bedtime Bible story, and these conversations really only happen when Allison is putting Isla to bed. She's got this spiritual thing about her. But uh, Isla said, you said something so amazing. You said, God is a baby. And that's true in this story. She said, that's so silly. <laughs> and then she said, and you know what? She knows, again, she knows a little something about babies. They had to change his diaper. <laughs> and that's the story. God took on flesh, came to us in human form because he wanted to be with us. He loved us so much that he came, made himself weak and vulnerable, the Almighty, out of his great love for us. Now, this, this story is unique because it's unlike any of the other stories we hear. And it's unlike most of the stories that we tell. So the stories that we hear and the stories we tell typically fall into two different categories. There are the hero stories, and there are the victim stories. So most of the things we see on the TV are hero stories. If we go to a movie, it's a hero story, right? It's Luke Skywalker defeating Darth Vader. It's Superman defeating Lex Luthor. It's uh, Frodo destroying the ring. Uh, the, most of the stories we go and hear are hero stories, but we, we tell them too. So did you ever hear the one about how I found this great deal? 
I got it on sale. You wouldn't believe what I paid for it. Uh, or the story of how I, I like made really good time in traffic. I like zoomed around and I, I got to the airport and I, I, I flew through security and I boarded the plane and they closed the door right behind me. Right? That's a hero story. Uh, serious. And then there's the story, you know, there's the, you know, at work there was this problem and nobody could figure out how to solve it. But I, I'm really smart. I solved the problem. Do you have a hero story? Have you told a hero story this week? Uh, the other kind of story that we typically hear and that we typically tell is the victim story. So in a victim story, there's almost always a villain. Someone's out there to destroy me and make me late for church, for instance. <laughs> uh, I, I picked the wrong line at Wegmans. I couldn't believe how slow that uh, checkout person was, and the person in front of me wrote a check. What's a check? I, I'm so glad the kids are here. This just makes it way more fun. So one of the things to notice about ourselves is, do we find that you or I tell hero stories most of the time? Or do we notice, can we notice in ourselves that we're always telling the victim story? Let me tell you this. It, just notice, are you a victim story person or a hero story person? Let me tell you that putting yourself in the place of the hero or the victim is not going to bring you peace or fulfillment, or love. But there is a third kind of story, and that is the story we heard today between the songs we sang. The third kind of story is the story that goes, I was rescued. I needed help, and I could not help myself, and someone came and saved me. And the story we heard about Jesus is better than the story of the Marvel comics and better than the stories of the Star Wars universe and just a little bit better than the Lord of the Rings <laughs> stories. You know why it's better? There's two reasons. Because first of all, it's true. And second of all, you're in this story. Jesus is born. God comes to us for you. You know why he does that? It's because of his love. The story of the Bible, the story of Jesus, the reason that he came is because he first loved us. And there's nothing that we have ever done or could ever do that could make God give up on us. So it's a story of love. If, it was, if God was only after our intellect, if the only thing God wanted was for us to believe, you know, the five points of orthodoxy, whatever that, you know, the five truest things in the world, he could have sent us a textbook. Like, there, it could have been on gold plates, and it could have, like, come down with a bright light. The star could have hovered over a library and pointed the wise men to a book of propositions which is not what the Bible is at all. The Bible is the, the retelling of God's action and history, of God's pursuit of his people. Because God loves us, he doesn't just want us to 
believe in him. He wants us to love him. And that's why he comes. Not a book, not, a, not even just a messenger, although, although there's an angel in this story. He comes himself. And you know how we can tell that love is real and that love is true? It's when someone is willing to sacrifice. So I, re- I love my wife and I love my kids. I love my wife so much that I went to the post office for her this past week. This is something nobody wants to do the week of Christmas. But I said, if this will love you, I will go. And so went to the post office, mailed the package. The things that you love, the people that you love, you are willing to sacrifice for. And that's the same with God. Because God loves us, because God loves you, he was willing to sacrifice his very life because the story of Jesus coming as a baby has a beginning, middle, and end. Well, the beginning is really at the creation of all things. The middle is the birth, the death, the resurrection of Jesus. In the end, that hasn't happened yet. That's when he comes back to be with us forever. One more thing. So the, the proclamation of I love you kind of it invites a response. Have you ever told someone, I love you, and they just say, thanks. Thank you. I I think you're great. (laughs) I remember the first time I told Allison that I love her. And she said, I love you, back. Can you remember the first time that you told God that you love him. Because if you can't, maybe it's time to start. Maybe there's a step, an invitation for you to respond to the love of God as it is told through the story of the coming of his son, Jesus. And that's something you can do today. You can say to God in your heart, you know what? I love you. And the rest of the story becomes friendship with God. That's what he wants. For you who have been following Jesus for a long time, can you remember the last time you told God that you loved him? I can remember the last time I told my wife that I loved her. It was yesterday. I can remember the last time I told my daughters that I loved them. It was today. If you love someone, it's not a one-time prayer. It's not a one-time word. So I invite you to reflect today on the types of stories that you tell. I actually, uh, I think, think that's a big part of what the next week might be. Instead of telling just hero stories or just victim stories, tell the I have been rescued story. So I have a friend who's been going through something really, really difficult, something I can't even imagine going through. And when I ask her, how are you doing? She says, You know, I have my days where I just cry. But God is with me, and I don't know where I'd be without him, and I experience a profound joy in my sadness. The story of I have been rescued might be, you know, it's been a really hard year, and yet I feel like I'm above water, and I don't think it's because the water level has gone down. I think it's because Jesus has lifted me up. So what's your rescue story? 
The other invitation is to say, I love you to God. Maybe for the first time if you never have. You know how he feels about you. He loves you so much that he came to be with you and he came to die for you. And the third invitation is to just keep saying it through your own sacrifice, through your own words, through your own prayers. God has sacrificed for you. What are you sacrificing for him? So Merry Christmas. That's the story. That's the real story. He's after our hearts. And it is time to light the candles or the glow sticks. So I have a few instructions. I'm going to go grab my own candle. I'm going to demonstrate. This is very important. Hang on. So I have three instructions. The first instruction is that a lit candle is a vertical candle. You kids know what vertical means? It's, it's up and down what it's doing right now. This is a horizontal candle. This is a vertical candle. You know why we do that? What happens if you take a lit candle and make it go horizontal? The wax drips on the chairs. And then somebody has to clean those chairs. And so if you're a parent or with somebody, oh, man. The bad sign. So, to demonstrate, I talk with my hands. That's really the problem here. Okay, so the candle lighters will come down the center aisles, and if you see a lit candle, you take your candle that's not lit and go horizontal like this. That's how you light a candle. So the second instruction is, if you're on the end of a row and you've lit a candle, look over because the person on the other side of the aisle is going to come and light their candle off your candle. But you keep your candle which way? Straight up and down. My third instruction is, keep your candle straight up and down. <laughs> okay, so let's stand... The band is going to be coming up. God, we love you. We thank you for this time and we thank you for these people. Thanks again for listening to the podcast of the Vineyard Church, Chester Springs. We hope you share this with your friends and family and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.